0: This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. And this week we're going to look at daily prayer. We need to have a prayer plan. Now, uh, uh, the... Uh, um, a subtitle of this would be "You got power," and it's in uh, a question mark there. And is it working? Now, Amos nine and twelve talks about that the, the people of God will be strong again, and it's and it's couched in the uh, uh, within a phrase that God says God says I will do this." God's decree, I will do this. You, the, the, David's people will be strong again. God has purpose that His people will be strong again. Now, I like that term again because it's a, it, it, it says that we can be strong and then not be strong. Amen. Now, uh, we're going to tie this over in the New Testament Ephesians 6.10. and the Amplified Bible, it says, Be strong in the Lord be empowered through your union with him. Draw your strength from him, that strength which his boundless might provides. Father, we thank you for your word. We ask for the help of the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. And we're careful to give you all the praise and the glory and the honor for it. Now, the word strong is a compound word. It's and, dun, and dumino, and dumineo. All right. "n" means in, and dunamis is, of course, a word we get uh, dynamite from. It means explosive strength, ability, and power. Now, this, this phrase creates, be strong in the Lord, uh, creates a picture and infers an explosive power that is being deposited. It, it is, it is a, it is a present action, a happening, that a, an explosive power that is being deposited into some type of container, vessel, or other form of receptacle. Now, the meaning that's conveyed here is of necessity that power must have some type of receiver for this power to be deposited into. All right. Now, we personally, individually, and also corporately, us together, are especially designed, the church uh, is especially designed by God to be the receptacle, the receptacles individually of divine power. We are, the church is the vessel, amen, amen. amen. the receptacle, and you and I as, as living members, living stones, amen, Uh, we are also receptacles or vessels of divine power. Now the Bible says, be strong in the Lord. This This would be a translation of that. Receive a supernatural strengthening, an internal deposit into your inner man. We could translate that further and say, be infused with supernatural strength and ability be empowered with this special touch of God's strength and receive this inner strengthening. You know, God wants His people strong. Ephesians says, finally. Alright, in conclusion, is a, oh, another thing. So, uh, uh, Paul is writing the Ephesians and he said, I'm going to cap off everything that I've said and it's going to translate into this, you being strong in the Lord. And then He gives a further equipping, but also an instruction for that equipping that winds up in the prayer life. All right, we'll see that from the Word of God. God wants His people strong to have supernatural strength and ability. He created us. We are His workmanship, created as new creatures in Christ to possess His phenomenal power. We are specially fashioned by God Himself to be containers for the power of God. Now, 2 Corinthians 4, 7 says this, we have this treasure in earthen vessels. We are like clay jars in which this treasure is stored. The real power comes from God. The power is His, but the container is us. Amen. It also says, we who have this spiritual treasure are like common clay pots in order to show that the supreme power belongs to God and not to us. We're containers of the power of God. Now, what is the power of God? Perhaps it would be uh, better for us to define it in this way. Who is the power of God? Because the power of God is has been entrusted to all right, and assigned to he has an assignment where the power of God is concerned, is the Holy Spirit. Is the Holy Spirit. The power of God is the Holy Spirit. Amen. He is the one that administers the the power of God to the church and through the church to the world. Alright? Now, uh, Jesus said it this way. Uh, well, before we get there, let me uh, give you another translation of this. It says, receive your power from the Lord and from His mighty power. So who, who is God's mighty power in the earth? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the mighty power of God present with us. And the Bible says, shall, He shall be in you. He, shall be, he will be with you. Jesus said this another comforter is going to come the holy I'm going to send you the Holy Spirit who shall be with you and shall be in you the power of God with us but also the power of God in us the Bible says that how God anointed Jesus with the Holy Spirit and power now if they were are you listening with the Holy Spirit and power hallelujah Who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil? For this reason, was the Son of God manifest that He might destroy the works, not some but all the works of the devil. It says, "I give you." It says, "I give you a, 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 a power and authority over all the power and authority." Of the enemy, and nothing by an enemy shall hurt you. How would that be true? By the Spirit of God. Now, Acts 1 and 8, Jesus told them, they said, but when the Holy Spirit has come from... Now, they had all kind of questions about you know, and it was all from their side of of, the, of understanding out of their own expectations of how the kingdom was going to work, how God was going to do things. So the Lord puts this but in there. Everyone say, but God, that's Pastor Sandy's favorite saying, but God. Well, you know, they were saying, you know, you tell us what, what's going to happen. He said, listen, he said, but he goes, He goes, there are things you need to know and there are things you're not going to know. They're not for you to know. But when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, you will receive power to testify about me with great effect. Well, that's a powerful translation. Amen. One uh, in the voice that says, here's the knowledge you need. And what kind of knowledge do we need? Not human understanding. They were operating out of that. They, Lord, they said, tell us when the kingdom's going to come. He said, they said, and the, he goes, the times of all that is not for you to know. It's in the Father. He said, what you need to pay attention to, and here's the knowledge you need. Get a revelation of this. This is what you need to, you need revealed to you is this knowledge that, And he went on to say this, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses. Now, what kind of witness? A powerful witness. With great effect. Now, the Holy Spirit is the mighty, boundless strength and power of God. And He provides that power and, and boundless strength to us. Now, He, the Holy Spirit, empowers us with God's supernatural power. Now, like them, alright, now they understood enough about it. They'd been with Jesus. There's something about just being with Jesus. You can be an ignorant person where the world is concerned, but they're not going to be able to deny when you've been with Jesus. So these guys had been with Jesus and he had already instructed them about the Spirit of God. So he didn't have to go over that. He said, I don't want you to go anywhere and try to be a witness of anything until you have received the promise of my Father. What was that? Really? Who was that? The Holy Spirit and power. Amen. So they knew what to do because they had seen Him operate by the Spirit of God and they knew uh, how He connected with the power of God. They'd seen the power of God demonstrated by the Spirit of God. Remember, Jesus said this. He said, it's not me, but the Father in me. Who's the Father in us? Who's the greater one inside of us? He does the work. He doeth the works. He does the work. Yeah. He exer- he flexes his muscle. Yeah. He bears his arm and goes like that and the devil goes. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah. All right. Well now listen, not just uh, anyhow. All right. Can't confuse the issue here. All right. It says so So this is where they made the prayer connection. Acts 1. Uh, Eight. Hey, it wasn't all day before they got up into Acts two, verse one. <laughs> where are they? They are. Listen. Where are they? They are in. Now I'm gonna say this about. Man, you know, they were gathered together. This ain't something you gonna do all by yourself. Now. This all by myself. Christianity don't need nobody. Don't need church. Tuh, lukewarm mess. You'll never be. Are you listening to anything more than yourself? Amen. Hallelujah. Is they new enough to get together? And I'm going to tell you what, ain't everybody appeared to 500, appeared from the dead, back from the dead, personally appeared to over 500 and there's only 120 in the upper room. <laughs> oh, I want to be in that number when the saints are gathered yeah, in. That's all I, say. I don't know about you, the only number I can control is this boy's. Amen. Amen. But I will be absolutely no denying, ain't going to be turned back, won't be pushed back, can't be stopped in that number. When God comes looking for somebody to pour it out on, for somebody to put it on, for somebody to put it into, I will be in that number. Hmm. All right. They were praying. They the position of receiving. They got themselves in the place. They got themselves in the position. They got themselves in the posture. Honey, don't don't leave me now, see cuz it's all still in your mind. No, it's got to find itself in the practice Lord, Lord. of prayer. Amen. Amen. And boy when they did the Holy Spirit came. He still comes the same. And they received power from on high, just like Jesus promised. Now, in prayer, they connected with God's power and with his might. They received the Holy Spirit and his empowering. Now, uh, this this passage comes out of the famous, you know, the disciples in seeing this operating in Jesus, the master's life. They said, teach us to pray, teach us to pray. And so he, uh, it's over in Matthew, uh, the sixth um, chapter, 14th verse. In the Message Bible, it says it this way. And I love this, this, it's a key phrase. And in the Message Bible, it says it this way. It says, In prayer, there is a connection between what God does and what you do. Now, we need to make the prayer connection. We need to put it this way. We need to make the prayer power connection. Could you bring me my stuff, uh, Day Day? There we go. Now, this is the Holy Spirit. And I'll apologize that that He's dirty and dusty. Right, See, because He's been sitting in the shed. <laughs> it probably doesn't look much more than the Holy Spirit. It probably looks like that in your life, too. If He's been... Not in use. Setting in the shed. Haven't had any need of him lately. So, well, we ain't got time to get everything pretty and presentable and right. We need to, we need to hook up now. Amen. Now, this is the Holy Ghost. You know, I know he gets all tangled up, but you gotta get loose from some of your entanglements. Amen. Let's see if, uh, let's see if God's still available. His mighty power. Let's see. Uh. No, there we go. Oh, bad connection. This—it's sometime. In. Did you see it? Let's look at that again. Yeah. See, that's some of our light. the lights flickering. Yeah. <laughs> this little light of mine. I need it to shine, this little light of mine. There, 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 there we go. I'm going to let it shine. Now, God's okay, thank God. Oh, Lord, I'm glad you're still here. Whoo! Ain't nothing wrong with the power source. Ain't nothing with the wrong with the Holy Ghost. We just need to get the connection right. We need to connect that prayer... See, what God does and what I do, there's a connection between... i got to let the Holy Spirit... i gotta get, I got to get Him in His proper place. Amen. i got to get Him working in my life. I need to allow Him to work in my life. Alright. Now, here's the thing though. I'm going to tell you what now. See... You know, and some of us, you know, you want a, you, you want, you want a 4,000 yard extension cord. Because you're busy. And the Holy Spirit, after all, you thought that you got the mobile app. Amen. You thought you got God on the go. But you know, I'm here to help you. God's always going to be right where he, where he always has been. In the church. Hallelujah. Amen. At the altar. And the connection is at the place of prayer. This will only go so far. You've got to bring yourself to Him to get hooked up with Him. And you know, we're the battery, aren't we? We are limited with our capacity. Amen. It won't run forever. You got to keep coming to the Word, coming to prayer, coming to church. You got to hook up and get charged up. Amen. Really, the Bible teaches us, you know, at least once a week. Moving right along. It doesn't matter whether you like it or not. It is true. All right. The prayer connection is the power connection. Now, here's the, here's the thing. The question was, do you have power? A better question would be this, is it available? The Bible says, build up your strength in union with the Lord by means of His mighty power. So we're living in, have to live in a vital union with Him. Are you listening? We don't disconnect, stay disconnected, until somebody got to carry us back. We're broke down beside the road somewhere in the ditch. Are you? Now listen. James 5 and 16, it says, The heartfelt and persistent prayer of a righteous believer can accomplish much when put into action and made effective by God. It is dynamic and can have tremendous power. The Bible says makes tremendous power available dynamic in its working. Did you hear that? Prayer and power linked together. The prayer of a believer can, can be dynamic in its working when it is working. When it's put into action. It will be made effective by God. When I have a prayer life, yes, I'll have a power life. That's right. And my power life will be in conjunction with my prayer life. I don't believe the sun will shine. Honey, the sun going to shine whether you believe it or not. I don't believe that power and prayer have a connection. Honey, power and prayer have a connection whether you believe it or not. And it's proportionate to... Let me ask you a question. We're familiar with the thing. Is it Jesus' church? The song we sang, are we His as members of the church? Do we belong to Him more than we belong to ourselves? We're supposed to. It's a good idea anyway. Amen. What, What did Jesus say about the church? He goes, my house or where I live, my dwelling place, my people... Shall be called. Now, notice he said "shall be" because he was working with the same raw material we're working with today. It's a process. It's a it's a declarative faith statement. Shall be called a house of prayer. Amen. Well, the reason why. Listen, back that up. If it if. It's not a house of power because it's not a house of prayer. They made it something. The issue wasn't what they were doing. They were, it was what they weren't doing. The issue wasn't that they were selling a bunch of stuff and all that kind of stuff. And let me speak to that. All right. You know, absolutely. Understand in that context, the priests, everybody, they were selling sacrifices that were required by God. They were profiting off of the sacrifices the priesthood, the, you know, the entire thing, it was a for-profit business. Yes. Off of the, on the backs of the sacrifice, people had to have these things to sacrifice yes. to God. And they were making money off of yes. that. Amen. That's a, that's a wrong motivation to yes. begin with. Amen. Yes. Are you listening? And so, you know, that was what the Lord was dealing with. The wrong motivation. Yes. The why. Yes. The intent of the heart. Amen. Like we had... Folks out here in glory saying, and listen, what a a, thank all of you that came out uh, to serve the greater purpose of the kingdom of God. Had a house full of folks, uh, a wonderful uh, time of, of celebration. Now, listen, all the folks weren't just like us. Amen. Are you listening? All the dresses weren't like the dresses girls wear in this house. Amen. They, it might have been a little more revealing than, you know. But you know, the Bible says, Job said this, this is what I do. It said, I made a covenant with my eyes. I can't make a covenant with everybody else's eyes. I can't control what girls wear. But I made a covenant with my eyes not to undress a girl. Amen. Never to undress a girl. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know now, if that girl thinks that all she's got, you know right. is she's got to show all of that, amen, the Bible says, "Listen, let it be the inside, not the outside. We're not selling the outside, it's the inside you're looking for, Amen. But as men of God and people of God, we understand that. if you throw a party, you invite the world, the world's going to come. Amen. And there's a lot of Christians that are not where we're at. But we're going to serve them and love them and celebrate them and have a good time together with them. Amen. We had a great time. And there were vendors uh, out there. Now listen, we weren't making money off of that. Boy, this house is an incubator for... Amen. Right. We pray for businesses, right. entrepreneurship, for that wealth transfer right. to take place. So we want to encourage that. Amen. Prosperity. And the an incubator for that. Are you listening? It's the why that's more important to God. So Jesus challenged the thing he said. Now listen, he goes, he goes, he got angry with what they were doing, not and 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 and, got, and, and dealt severely with that, not not for the sake of just being dealing severely with that. He was saying, this is I want to replace it with something better. It was supposed to be a house of prayer. Amen. Amen. And then you go on to see, it says, and after He dealt with that, it says, they brought all the lame and the sick and all the blind and all that, and He healed them. Yeah. Are you listening? When it became a house of prayer because He was there, it became a house of power. When He got rid of what shouldn't have been, and are you listening? And took on and replace it what was with what should be, are you listening, the purpose of God begin to flow. Praise God. The power of God begin to flow. Amen. Alright. So there is a connection between prayer and power. Jesus demonstrated that over and over again. In this verse of Scripture, uh, in James five sixteen, it says, The prayer of a righteous person can do much. You need to hear me can do much while working. This is literal translations from the Bible. Can do. It's, this is in the DLNT uh, translation. Prayer of a righteous person or a believer can do much while working. The, uh, uh, the uh, ESV Bible says, the prayer, the English Standard Version, the prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working. Let's, let's come back. Is it working? Is it still working? Is, is is Are we receiving our strength? Are we in the place of prayer? Are we hooked up? Let me ask you this. Uh, is your prayer life working? Is prayer play or prayer work? Now, I hope during this time... What, what a day we live in right now. God has divinely reset us in a whole brand new cycle of life. Amen. Of life in the kingdom. And I, I, I hope that you're taking this serious enough in your personal situation uh, that your seeking is in, a better, in the place of a better measure, that our seeking is in a better place of a better measure. I'm going, to take my, I'm going to take my word life to a different... I'm going to take my word life to a different level. I'm going to take my prayer life to a different level. So God can take His power in me and through me to a whole different level. Hallelujah. You know, my, my father sometimes would take off his belt uh, and impress upon me that I should obey his instruction. And the impression he, he realized that words were not enough anymore, that he had to he had to exercise some power behind that. So I'm gonna let the Holy Spirit today impress. And I pray deeply upon us, all of us. The necessity to obey an instruction, to hear a word that will be profitable uh, for us. The Bible says, and this this is a legitimate question, is it working, prayer and power? The Bible goes on to say, it says, take Elijah, he was a person, an ordinary person, a natural man just like us, yet he prayed hard that it would not rain and it did not rain for three and a half years. Now, he didn't pray hard one time. He prayed hard for three and a half years that it would not rain. And it says, and then he changed the prayer. He prayed again, and it did rain. (laughs) Now, I don't know if you... You know, the president's pretty powerful. But I ain't never seen him stop the rain or start the rain. Amen. So political power isn't enough. That's not a good place to put our hope. That's right. Amen. You may have a good relationship with your banker. Are you listening? Or the Fed and all that kind of stuff, you know. But now, see, see, God's power, tremendous power. Amen. And what was that about? What was all of that about? Redemption. It was to bring a whole nation to the valley of decision. Amen. A confrontation where Elijah said, I, "Your word, I've done everything that you commanded me to do. At your word, because you said to do it, I got it in prayer, and I prayed that word for three and a half years. And are you listening? Amen." But he said, "If God be God, now how did they know God was God? Because of a demonstration of power that came because of a because a man demonstrated prayer Amen. in front of God. One person." Amen. Now, it, let me turn back to, uh, it says, he. It, I like this though, the message Bible it says, like us, he prayed hard though. He prayed hard. Turn to your neighbor and say, you're not a softie, are you? Oh, pastor, it's hard to pray, I'm tired. I remember uh, one night this last week, we worked. Day starts at 4.30 in the morning, come over and pray. Go through the day. Uh, it was 6 o'clock at night, and I usually walk when I pray. I sat there on the, um, on the uh, back row, and I found it was hard to pray. My body was physically tired, but I also told Sandy, I said, it's because I ate. I should have just not even eaten anything and went to prayer, because I found this, you know, uh, honestly, uh, like Jesus said this to his disciples. He said, uh, uh, talking about waiting with him and praying, he said that you don't enter in temptation. What's the temptation? It's always, it's always to to uh, eat too much, sleep too much, pray too much, be distracted too much, and not to pray. But he said, if you'll do that, you won't. He goes, the he goes, the spirit's willing but the flesh is weak. He said, you won't enter in temptation of the flesh and you'll be able to have power where the Spirit is concerned if you yield to the Spirit. I remember sitting there and thinking, God, I don't know if I can go get all the way through this or not. And I was looking down here at this thing right here and I began to realize, you know, this was hard. And he asked me just, you know... He said, you're sitting in a comfortable chair. That was hard, but you're going to pick up your own here tonight. And you're, going to, you're going to last. Amen. You're going to pray through, son. Because I told him, I said, you know, it wasn't required from... God says, I'm not going to force you, but I'm going to tell you what. He says, you know, but it's what's going to make the difference. From, Amen. It's the seed you need so that I can do what I need to do in your life. You need to give me the better measure. Praise God. Anyway, all right. Ephesians six ten twelve. 10, uh, I want to read this real quick. Actually, I've got to hurry because Sandy's... I can't, ah, I can't do better with that woman today, Lord. I just have to. Amen. I'll read it out of both versions. Uh, Ephesians 6. I so just want we'll to close with this. It says, and that about wraps it up. God is strong and He wants 10. I'm going to read down through about 18. And He wants you strong. So take everything the Master has set out for you, well-made weapons of the best materials, and put them to use. So that you will be able to stand up to everything the devil throws your way. This is no afternoon athletic contest that we'll walk away from and forget about it in a couple of hours. This is for keeps a life or death fight to the finish against the devil and all his angels. Be prepared. You're up against far more than you can handle. On your own, take all the help you can get. Every weapon God has issued so that when it's all over, but the shouting, you'll still be on your feet. Truth, righteousness, peace, faith, and salvation are more than words. Learn how to apply them. You'll need them throughout your life. God's Word is an indispensable weapon. In the same way, prayer is essential in this ongoing warfare. Pray hard and long. Pray for your brothers and sisters. Keep your eyes open. Keep each other's spirits up so that no one falls behind or drops out. That's the message. Here's the, um, this is uh, the new, um, what is it? It's the NIV Reader's Version. That's this translation here. Over here, real quick. Ephesians 6. It says, Finally, let the Lord make you strong depend on his mighty power put on all of God's armor then you can stand firm against the devil's evil plans our fight is not against human beings it's against the rulers the authorities and the powers of this dark world it is against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly world so put on all of God's armor evil days will come but you will be able to stand up to anything and after you have done everything you can you will still be standing so stand firm put on the belt of tr- put the belt of truth around your waist put the armor of godliness on your chest, wear on your feet what will prepare you to tell the good news of peace. Also pick up the shield of faith with it you can put out all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Put on the helmet of salvation and take the sword of the spirit. The sword is God's word. Now listen, this, this and, he, and he doesn't finish there. He gives us what all of this is for. It says at all times pray by the power of the spirit. what what would the devil what is the devil going to throw everything against you about your prayer life because that's where the because that's the power of God what is all of his his the what is all of his flame is to get you out of the place of prayer are you listening because he can't deal with the power that that makes available as long as you're praying god is working his power this are you catching this? Listen, he says this is at all times. At all times. I mean, you know, now this is the church doesn't want to pray. Church doesn't know how to pray. Church doesn't want to pray. Church hasn't decided to pray. So the church will have to just do the best it can without God's power. Oh Lord. Oh I don't know about you, you know. Uh but you know, this is not some kind of a good argument. My words this year just like today, all right? These words are powerful and they are effective and they're getting down right where you live. And I'm not going to apologize for them because here's the thing. I'm praying a prayer. I found it in the Bible and I made that promise my prayer, all right? It's simply this, that my words are not going to be with enticing words of man's wisdom, but they're going to be with the demonstration of the Holy Ghost. That your and my faith would not be in man's wisdom, Amen. oh, in the a good preacher, but in the power of Almighty God Glory. Glory. to convict and change and make and bring us up into the spiritual people that we are supposed to be. Hallelujah. Shame on us for living natural lives, just all natural. Amen. I mean, when it comes to spiritual things, you know, I mean, we got too much gas or something. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, my belly hurts. I ate too many beans. At all times, pray by the power of the Spirit. Pray all kinds of prayers. Be watchful so that you can pray. Always keep on praying for all God's people. Pray also for me. Now, you know, I mean, that's the connection.